We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. Welcome to News Today with Dr. June Knight as your host on WITB. This is a WATB disclaimer. Good afternoon, Brad. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm going to do some news today to uh, kind of give you some more insight as to the deception that's taking place right now and i'm so thankful for on point preparedness although we disagree on some eschatology or whatever um i love the i love his unique perspective about what is happening right now so what i'm gonna do is show just a little bit of what he is noticing about the changes taking place in the christianity and in the world and then i may pause him uh while he's talking and kind of add my input into it because we are on the same wavelength as far as catching on to what uh this merger is that's taking place all right here we go I'm turning it up for you. There you go. I've got the CC on. There you go. You can see the words. This is changing Christians and changing people of this world. If you've been following my channel for a while now, you know that it is about this great delusion that is sweeping the planet, this collective or this collective collective this collection of people embracing humanity uh, to rebel against governments and all these forces of the evil and it really has the hallmarks of the great delusion that is spoken of in second Thessalonians chapter two. Okay, first of all I like the way he talks. <laughs> like he says uh this grand delusion has the great hallmarks of this. You know, he has very good language. But anyway, 
the way that he's describing this about all of them coming together in unity is, you know, the term that I use for you, Bribe, when I say mixing, when I say they are mixing, they are blending, it's, it's unholy in all its ways. Okay, so let's continue to hear how he describes it. That in the spirit of love, in the spirit of humanity, in the spirit of freedom, and human rights, and unity. Yes. Um, people across multiple different denominations, different gospels, different religions, um, people of all different types of the world, truthers, and all sorts of people. They're all sort of coming together under this banner. And people are changing. Uh, it, I, I'm seeing it all around in, in my circles. Uh, people are just getting increasingly more angry. Um, I just want to make mention, you know, this, this video is a little bit harder to put together. I've always been giving you guys news updates and showing you what's really going on behind the scenes. Because if you listen to the news, if you look, listen to a lot of conservative commentators on YouTube and blogs, you know, they'll say, we need to wake everyone up. Everyone's not awake yet, and we need to do this. Since all these Christians are participating, uh, you know, in spreading truth, right? worldly truth, not the gospel, worldly truth about the jam, about the NWO, about the Great Reset, you know, all these different things. And the truth of the matter matter is, um, lots of people are woke to this. This isn't this isn't under the radar anymore, um, and. I just see more and more people getting absorbed into this, and it is making them very angry. It's it's palpable to see how people are changing, both people of this world and Christians. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of Christians on social media that are getting so emotional over the Great Reset, or the NWO, over Biden, or all this stuff, over the jab, that there is like all manner of all types of things coming out of their mouths. Yeah, he's right. Christians, you know, start yelling at uh, government officials like on Facebook. Now, this is what I was telling you, Brad, about how they're looking like their father. You know, I told you I have a lot of people, they bash me on. My Dr. Gene Knight uh, Facebook page is the worst. It's the one where it has all the Trump fans come on there and they share all my stuff in all their Trump rooms. And, you know, so it's made me pretty infamous, which is not a good thing, but they'll come on there and they'll cuss me and everything else. And I just reply to them and I say, you sound just like your daddy. And so I hear what he's saying. I hear what he's saying. They are changing. They're, they're compromising and it's stealing their soul, which is what Trump has done. He has destroyed the Republican Party. He has destroyed Christianity. He has destroyed the nation. He has destroyed uh, basically everything that's good. And the sad thing is, is they don't see it. This is what is the great deception. Okay, let's finish listening to this guy. Facebook pages and fascist pigs, and there's just a lot of vulgarity and all sorts of things. And it's hard for me to look at this. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of these news updates. Each one of them has been about an hour covering the real story, this great delusion that is building up, this false light awakening that is building up. 
And for a while, I've been able to uh, maintain composure, maintain a clean conscience. But again, it is getting thick and palpable, the amount of hatred that is building up within Christians as well as people of this world to where I'm going to have to I'm going to have to pull back a little bit. It's actually affecting my conscience, just seeing how... See, he's doing the same thing I'm doing. ...words and all those things. Um, it's, it's difficult uh, to get those curse words and things, you know, out of, out of my conscience. Just with it is. It's hard. And, you know, this is me coming from the perspective of trying to expose these things and can show you what's really going on. But for the people that are invested, again, Christians and people of this world, the people that are seeking this information out about the jab and all this stuff. Um, you know, this anger is changing people. And we have to be incredibly guarded over this. People are losing their focus. They're getting yes. so hyper-focused and so angry at everything that's going on in the world that they're losing sight of how they are presenting themselves to the world. We're supposed to be salt and light to the world. And to be honest, a lot of Christians are just looking like people of the world. Christian ministry channels are starting to seem like truther channels and, and, and talking less and less about Jesus and more and more about how, you know, humanity needs to rise up and it's very disheartening to me. So again, um, I'm going to have to call back a little bit on the news updates because it's just, it's really grieving me. Um, but for this I feel him on that. At least what I've, what I've collected for you today. I want to tell you this, Brad. I told you this before, there is coming a day very soon when the voice of truth will be shut. The door will be shut. And these people will be given over to a reprobate mind. The warnings will cease and it will be a very sad day because the people will have reasoned themselves right on to hell. Because in their mind, this is what I was telling you about truth, why it is so important to speak the truth. Because the devil lies to people, so he convinces them that what they're doing is right. Like what he is saying about all the cussing. See, these Christians have been around Trump so much, the way that he cusses and carries on in all of his top people, and they're they're mocking him they're looking like him so they're becoming their father and so uh truth needs to come along and say look people like for instance when i covered the oklahoma rally and i exposed how they were up there inside of a bible college of that i used to revere I mean, it was Oral Roberts Bible College. And, you know, we when I was in Bible College, I mean, we respected him. You know what I'm saying? Like, we respect the halls of Bible Colleges, you know, because you have a lot of chapels there, and, you know, a lot of kids are getting delivered from stuff. And, I mean, it's very sacred. And they're sitting in there cussing and carrying on like a bunch of heathens. And so I'm exposing this, and one of my Bible college students blasted me. Not students, but friends. Blasted me and said there was nothing wrong with what happened at that event. And I was so sad that she could not see the vileness of what they was doing and saying. Because 
she is, has taken so much in that it has settled in her heart. And that is what he is warning people about right now. So let's continue a little bit more. And um, afterwards, we'll just be uh, looking at a lot of ministry teachings and things like that. I'll still cover the big events, but I just can't. It's hard to look at this stuff in detail or in mass uh, as much as I have been. So let's let's go ahead and just see what's what's going on in the news and current events regarding you know the great delusion and this second. Thessalonians chapter 2, and great delusion that is building up. So first of all, we, I covered this uh, a couple videos back. Uh, Clay Clark's reawakened tour. Yes, you know, I've been covering this too, right? Okay, you know, what a farce. That have been individually exposed by either me or other people are now all collectively coming together. Mm-hmm. So a lot of new age doctors, a lot of new age conservative commentators, they're, they're all coming together. You can see a lot of their faces. Well, look, well, here's here's new people. So here's that, uh, I forget the guy's name, the inventor of the mRNA jab. What? Um, put into this group. Is he oh, that's terrible. Um, and look, look who's down here. Arthur Pulaski. Okay, before he continues with naming the people that he's concerned about, I'm going to tell you who I'm concerned about. Up here in the top left, guess who is the church hosting this event in November? What a farce. This is somebody else on President Trump's team, John Hagee. Yes, you heard it right there. John Hagee is the host in San Antonio. So this is just like uh, Rodney Howard Brown, who's on the team, who just hosted in Florida. So they're opening their doors, just like the deal at Oral Roberts, or was it Kenneth Hagin's either one? They're opening their door to all of these satanic people to come in and deceive the church. I mean, look at all these characters. It is so sad, the unity that's coming together in the name of humanity like he's fixing to talk about. One other thing I want to point out that he doesn't point out, but only because we've been studying logos, is once again, the three stars, which we know is telling of the UN agenda, the preparing the way for the Antichrist agenda. The three stars, the big one in the middle, just like on Trump's logo. The re, we've been talking about this re a lot lately because this is a part of the reshaping, the restructuring, the reformation, reformation. And even the ones that are doing the cyber attacks are called re-evil. You can't make this up, bro. This is just horrible and let's go ahead and finish what hearing what he's saying so now he 
is involved in this reawakening tour. Again, all these all these people have very similar mindsets and they're coming together. This is no coincidence. This is absolutely no coincidence. And again, there's a lot of new age in here. There's a lot of dominionist theology people that are in this. Again, what I wanted to make note of in this flyer, as I did with the last one, is who is the target audience? Right. 50% off for all pastors. They are targeting religious leaders. Yes, they are. There's, uh, you know, there's, there's two sides of evil at play here that I've been talking about. On the leftist NWO side, there's a whole bunch of pastors, mega church pastors and things like that, that are advocating for the jab and may even be getting financial compensation from the government for people to get the jab. So yes, they are. Us. And that's, that's one form of evil. They shouldn't be doing that. But then on the right, you've got this different form of evil in terms of enlightenment, awakeness, new age, and they're targeting pastors. Yeah, they are. And so this is the thin, narrow path that we need to walk. There is treachery on the left, and there is treachery on the right. That's right. Um, and, and we need to guard ourselves. But just look, there's ours that Okay, now I'm going to pause right here because... Uh, as we go through the broadcast today, you're going to see, Brad, how the snake is eating the tail. Okay, this America First agenda by President Trump, he's telling the world that he is getting rid of rhinos. The people in the Republican Party who are old establishment and old order who are doing nothing but hurting America because they're so uh, stuck in the old ways of doing things. He is lying through his teeth. He is restructuring the Republican Party. In his UN Build Back Better agenda, which is the same as the Democrats' agenda, and guess what I found out, Brad? He is stacking the governorships. Yes, he is. He is getting people in his camp to run for governor, just like he is the transgender in California. He is getting all these people that are agreeing to do the uh, America First platform and then he and his team, now, of course, I told you he's like a godfather. He keeps his name off of it, but he has his team do all his dirty work, just like a godfather. And he is having them uh, go out and find all these people to run for all these offices. You think it's bad now. You just wait until he has full power of governorships of all of these states, plus the House, plus the Senate, and they're going to call it the Great Revival. It's going to be terrible. But what this guy is pointing out is how they are all coming together in the name of revival. Well, we're going to examine more of this. We're going to examine more of this. Let's go on through this. Okay, first, I want to show you something that is very creepy. Now, this is a, from a Dutch sculptor. Has spent the last 28 years designing and building 
a series of wind-powered creatures called strand beasts or beach animals. Jansen's extraordinary creatures, which he describes as a new form of life. Look at this. Are a true embodiment of art, science, engineering, and performance. Watch this, Brad. We've never seen anything like this. Okay, let me make it bigger. Look at these things. Look at that. Wind powered. Crazy. That is something. I mean, it's really a genius that he could create something like that, but. What? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Too creepy. No way. <laughs> How would you like to see something like that come into your house? <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, who in the world would even have this kind of mind? <laughs> What is this one going to do? What? That has to have some kind of technology in it. Oh, no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way, Hosea. What? <laughs> Have you ever? Oh, a big bee? No way. I wonder if it flies. <gasps> what? It moves? No way. Now, you know what, Brad? I'm just going to say this. If you look at something that big that he can create out of sticks, come on now. You can just imagine the big monsters they can create. You know what I mean? Like if they put them in robot form or something like that. No way. A big grasshopper. But you can imagine what they can do. I mean, if they can do something like this, 
Weird. All right, well, let's go to the next deal. Okay, somebody sent me this information about uh, a video that, a video that they saw of graphene, you know, under the skin from the V. And that is the luciferase, you know, that glows and they would be able to see it under the skin through a black light. Well, it's the same type of news that's going around about the magnet sticking. Okay, so I was listening to this guy a little bit because this is where one of the articles that was sent to me. But I got to thinking, he looks a little too much like America First. I mean, just the feel that I got about him. And sure enough, he is involved in all this. So I thought, okay, I'm going to check out his website because his website's right here, stevepeters.tv. All right, so this is his website. It goes over to Red Voice Media. So that's the second red flag because we know anything having to do with red is going to be involved in this agenda just about. And then it says Red Voice Media is owned and operated by what? Patriots. The story begins with Ray Dietrich and Zach Hellman building massive 200 or 2 million plus follower accounts on Facebook in both pro-law enforcement and conservative politics dating back to 2014. After fighting big tech censorship day after day, we were demonized and locked out of most of our pages, which is the rallying cry of most of them, right? That wasn't enough to stop us. We continue to be under attack from the big tech tyrants, losing countless YouTube channels as well. We hooked up with our good friend Stu Peters from the Stu Peters Show and joined forces to keep fighting. We support free speech and will not quit telling the truth just because big tech tyrants don't like what we say. Okay, let me pause right here. Okay, first of all, we know that is a fact about big boy, you know, big tech silence in the church. We know this silence in conservatives. Now, the answer to it is the problem. How to deal with this is the problem. The root of this is the problem. It's not that what they're saying is wrong. It's the motive behind it and why they're telling you this is what you need to think about. I've been showing you, Brian, because I told you I probably will not always be here. I am teaching you how to see these things so that you can make wise decisions and so that you do not get involved in the deception. Because they're all one big conglomerate, okay? This is one big fat network of people who are hitting humanity on all sides to get them to come together in unity, just like Mike from On Point Preparedness was telling you. They're all coming together in unity in the name of battling what? The deep state, big tech, new world order, uh, you know, the pharmacies or whatever. But 
one thing that I don't get about any of these people is how they can act like they're fighting this big bad enemy of the big tech and everything and not see Trump's role in this. This is how you know they are a facade. Anybody that supports President Trump, you know, is a facade because they either know what he's doing and they're approving of it or they're so far gone they can't see. That's the only two ways to think about it because you cannot look at him and think God is anywhere to be found in his equation. So you've got to know God would never do the things that he's doing. So there, there's no excuse, Brian. I, I came from NAR. I know their excuses of why they support him. I used to be on that train. They say, oh, he's a young Christian. Okay, that argument's gone. That argument is gone. There is no more young Christian. Okay, well, he's not a Christian, but, you know, he's like King Cyrus, and he's, you know, being used by God, even though he isn't right with God. No, because God would not do all the satanic partnerships that man is doing. So, no, that argument's out the window. He is not a King Cyrus. Well, you know, he's 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 being misled. He doesn't really know what he's doing, you know, because he's got these people around him that are giving him wrong information. So he's really just a good guy who's making wrong decisions because of what he's being told. It's not his fault. You are a bunch of lying devils. That man knows exactly what he is doing. You are belittling him when you say that because he is an extremely intelligent man and knows exactly what he's doing. He's actually known what he was doing since 1970. So he, the man knows what he's doing. So don't that lies debunked as well. So the whole point is all these people out here, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. So that was another red flag. Then what do we see down here at the bottom? We see the hive mind. What is this? A bunch of data down here at the bottom of the website. See the hexagons? You got to look for this stuff right I'm trying to show you about websites. Now that this is all said and done, I am so happy the way that God trained me in, in college because he sent me to London to see everything from the big picture and to, to learn how to pay attention to the surroundings and all the other stuff. I had to go through boot camp to prepare me for all of this. Then, when I was in college, in my grad school, I had to teach uh, college classes with the bachelor level. So I was teaching web design. And every one of their um, final thesis had to be on a web. They had to evaluate a website critically. They had to do it critically. So I had to look and judge all of these websites. 
and how these students were evaluating what they were looking at. So God, in other words, all of that was for this. I give him all the glory because I can look at a website now within five minutes and tell you these people are attached to something that's not good. Okay, so let me just show you a few more red flags on this website. You ready? Donate crypto. Okay, well, why are you involved with uh, New World Order money? You know, uh, Christians, that should be a big sign to you when you go to people's website and they're, they're getting involved with the cryptocurrency and getting involved in this type of money. The church, the real bride knows that we're not going down that road. We're not going to touch Satan's money in the cloud. And that's what that is. It is money in the cloud. It is what is going to be in exchange for your soul. So why would the church get involved with cryptocurrency? This is where the money is switching over to. So that is a big sign. Okay, then you see the hive mind here. And the Red Voice Media. Okay, so anyways, I can sit and evaluate his website, but we're just going to leave it there for the sake of time. Okay, let's go to the next deal. Now, he has an article on his website here called Matt, because when you look at his website, by the way, it is Trump to the bone. He is America first to the everlasting bone. So he's all in this agenda. And you can tell by the articles that are written, but here's one of them. Matt Gaetz, which is one of President Trump's main talking heads, okay, finally said it, and George W. Bush won't be happy. The times are changing, they're saying. Now, I noticed this right here. Look at that word, Brian. Look at that. You mean to tell me that the Dallas CPAC, which was the same theme as what happened in Florida a couple of months ago, the UN canceled. They like to call it uncanceled, but it's actually UN canceled. I did a whole show where I explained how Trump, how he's partnered with the UN and how they use that term. They use a play on words, Brad, is what they do. He had the LGBT do a march, and I showed you this, where it was called um, Unsilent, which we know it meant UN. So this is what this means. And then we see, of course, the data nodes in the background and all this. I mean, what a farce. Okay, but in this article, look, he says here, at this point, it's pretty apparent that rhinos are losing power and losing it quickly. They definitely tried to slither their way back into the spotlight after the 2020 sham election, but they underestimated conservatives and their loyalty to Trump big time. So Trump is pulling the conservatives where? To the center. 
He's pulling them away from the far right, the conservative, the Christian standpoint. It is sick to see what he has done and what he's doing uh, to the church. So I just wanted to show you this, and then let's go over here to Twitter. Okay, and then it's right here on Twitter on this. Uh, and then he's got who shot Ashley Babbitt. I guess that's something they're trying to get started. But this is their, uh, oh, I wanted to show you this. He says that there was a Zoom meeting between Barack Obama, Pelosi, Holder, preparing their soldiers for anarchy. I don't know, but in other words, it's keeping the battle going between the right and the left and the, the fight going on for humanity type of deal. Okay, now let's shift our focus over to OAN. One American News uh, Network. Okay, number one, this network is a Trump network to the bone. They are one of the talking heads, just like Newsmax is. Okay, so, uh, and also the, right, I've got to turn the air conditioner on in here. I'm burning up. I'm in the hotel room, so you have to excuse the sound. Let me turn it on. It's a little loud. I apologize. But I'm burning up. Okay. So, One American News is a Trump talking head. They're a Trump mouthpiece. And we're going to talk about some of their connections I've discovered today. I'm like, what the world? And the reason that I got to researching this today is because of some video going around that came to our attention about... Um, Something about that Biden was going after guns and Bibles. Some video going around that came to our news lady, my assistant, uh, saying that Biden was going door to door and he was coming after the Bibles. Well, that's not true. Um, the Bible and the guns. But what he is doing... I mean, he has in the past talked about the guns, but he's not talked about the Bible. So that part's not happening. But on that video, which I told the assistant today, I said, we have to be very careful on those kind of videos because you'll see how they give just a snippet of their voice. They cut out the source. I said, we don't ever share that kind of stuff. Because we need to see the full source. We need to show the proof that this was legitimately what they said and what they meant. Because you can set off a firestorm if you're telling people, you know, that, that he is coming to your home after your Bible and guns. I mean, that could cause a lot of people to get killed, you know what I'm saying? So I told them, you know, my assistant, I said, we cannot do that. We have to research and check that out. But, in other words, Brad, the root of all that is this organization called OAN. So, I did a little research. 
All right, so President Trump says here that we will take back glorious White House. See how he's got his hand right here, which I've showed you what that means. It does not mean what we thought when he first started. When he first started back in 2016 and he was doing this, we thought he meant power to the people. And we was proud of it because he would say stuff like, you know, I'm here for you. When they attack me, they're attacking you. But now that it's all said and done, what that means is we, the people, you in agenda. The circular economy. President Trump is all about the economy. When he does all of his deals with all of these countries, they all involve legal language called prosperity. He's all about the economy. He uses the economy to get what he wants. So, yes, he's all about this circular economy, which is why he's doing the America First Agenda partnering with it. They're all about the same thing President Biden is for. Go compare both of their platforms. If you don't believe me and you think I have flipped my lid, go put both platforms beside each other and check them out yourself. Go to his website and see if it does not say that he is building. Yes, he is. I have showed it time and time again. So his sign right here is saying power to the people. Okay, so we know this is a Trump network, so we're going to research this network for a minute. Okay, now, this is part of the problem, which we know the heel is a part of this same agenda. Now, Cawthorn, Biden door-to-door -door vaccine strategy could be used to take guns and Bibles. Okay, you ask who is Cawthorn? Well, Cawthorn is one of Trump's people. So, after doing my research, that's this guy right here. After doing my research, I believe that this group, through this Cawthorn, right here, who is running for governor, I think, and he actually said that, I think, at CPAC, is he was doing that to stir controversy against Biden. But it's not true. And so, uh, but it's an agenda, I guess, of something they're trying to do. Okay, here's a GOP lawmakers criticized Biden's door-to-door -door campaign, which is talking about this guy. GOP Representative Madison Cawthorn from North Carolina said he is worried Joe Biden's door-to-door -door vaccination campaign could lead to Bible and gun confiscations. The North Carolina congressman made the comment in an interview on Friday at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Texas. Think about the mechanisms they would have to build to be able to actually execute that massive of a thing. And then think about what those mechanisms could be used for. They could then go door to door, take your guns, they could go door to door and take your Bibles. Well, do you see how they twisted that? Okay, that is like, I guess, the original source of what was said. All he was saying was a speculation that 
if they have that power to go door to door, just imagine what they could do with that power, period. There is no statement they're saying that Biden is going door to door to come get your guns and your Bibles. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And I believe that they do traps like that to trap the church for extremism. To get people to share these stories and to look like a bunch of extremists out there. Do you hear what I'm saying, right? But this is coming from where? OAN. So let's check out this group here. All right. So OAN launches a free talk 45 freedom of speech online. This is a social media that OAN is starting. Okay. First of all, let me say something about this 45. This has got to be addressed. There is a guy on YouTube who swears up and down that that 45 is the number of the beast name, is the number of the beast, which he declares is Trump. So he says that's why Trump always uses 45, office of the 45, 45 this, 45 that. Well, ever since I saw this guy's YouTube channel, it has made me notice, and I have noticed how they use this 45 everywhere. And wasn't it through this guy back here? Where did we see something about 45? Uh, was it on that awake? America, something, maybe. Let me see. No, it's, uh, maybe we'll see it later. But it's, there is more that's being used with that 45 and just keep your eye out, right? okay? Just put it that way. Keep your eye out for that number 45 because uh, they're starting to really push that number. But anyways, let's go ahead here. So it says, are you tired of social media giants chipping away at your most basic and important right to freedom of speech? Good news. One American news network is proud to announce that we have just launched a brand new social media platform called freetalk45.com. Okay, now, I want you to look at this logo, Brad. Just look. This is a phoenix bird. Okay, first of all, let's go over here and look. We're going to examine this logo. All right, so I want to say free bird, but... All right, free talk 45. All right, so let's go over here and look at the image. Okay, so here it is. Right here is just in silver. There it is. Okay. All right, see how it's duality of the purple and silver. Okay, purple is unity, right? What do y'all notice about this logo? First of all, it's a phoenix. 
Second of all, he's got three wings, three cuts in the wing, just like Trump's other social media account, which is the Gitter one. Remember that bird on the top? It has three cuts. One, two, three. It's the number three. Then you've got the wings on the bottom that look like the presidential logo at the bottom of it that is split in two colors. Then you've got, it looks like an upward T right here where this is split in the middle. I don't believe that's by chance in this logo. Then it has the head of this bird. Okay, so free talk 45. All right, now let's go back over here and let's look at their commercial. All right, let's see where we're at here. There it is. Okay, let's watch the commercial. The News Network is proud to announce that we have just launched a brand new social media platform, freetalk45.com. Finally, you have the freedom to express your point of view. If you're tired of the social media giants chipping away at our most basic and important right to freedom of speech, shadow banning, censoring, and policing every single post, then freetalk45.com is just what you've been looking for. Freetalk45.com. Wait, what did I see on that last part? What, oh, what could it be? Let me go down here. You notice they show Trump here, which has to do with it because I believe it's one of his networks. All right, I've got to see if I'm seeing what I'm seeing. <laughs> Hold it. Hmm. 45 is in red, definitely. Free talk is in purple, which is unity. 45 is Trump. Uh, I believe this is another data gatherer. Another data mining uh, sight because of the head. This bird has the same type of shape as the other one that looks like a pickaxe. Remember we was talking about the uh, data mining tools? This looks like that one I showed you the other day. That's kind of like a pickaxe. So, this could be this little wide here could be like the twittering birds data mining right there data mining the talking birds to go down the chute into the information highway where they're gathering the information down here sucking it down just like the other one that is that's my interpretation of that logo. Okay, so let's move forward here. Uh, there it is, the logo for that. 
Okay, so they're starting their own social media there. Now, I want you to look at what this website says, the Washington Post, and inside look at One American News. This is dated July 5th of 2017 when Trump first got in. The insurgent TV network taking pro-Trump to new heights. And then they've got a picture of them, you know, highlighting Trump, you know. Okay, One American News is an obscure TV channel struggling to emerge from the cellar of the cable ratings, but it is nonetheless one of President Trump's favorite media outlets. It's not hard to see why. On One American Newscast, the Trump administration is a juggernaut of progress, a shining success with a daily drumbeat of achievements. One America, a tiny father and son operation that often delivers four times as many stories per hour as its competitors, promises straight news, no opinion, promoting itself as the antidote to the big three cable news networks, focus on punditry and the one big story of the moment. But since its inception in 2013, you got to look at that, Brad, because this is one of Trump's talking pieces that it was put in right before he ran for office. Okay. Uh, and especially since Trump began his march to the White House, well, there you go. One America's owner, Robert Herring Sr., a millionaire who made his money printing circuit boards. We're talking computer chips, Brad. Has, and which all also know this, that President Trump's son-in-law, Ivanka's husband, Jared, is the one that bought that building on 666 Fifth Avenue, which had the maker of the computer chips there. That's right. On 666 Fifth Avenue. Okay, which he did sell that after he got in with Trump in 2017. Okay, so let's continue here. Made money printing circuit boards has directed his channel to push Trump's presidency or candidacy. Scuttle stories about police shootings, encourage anti-abortion stories, minimize coverage of Russian aggression, and steer away from the new president's troubles, according to more than a dozen current and former producers, writers, and anchors, as well as internal emails from Herring and his top news executives. OAM, based in San Diego, made its first splash in the opening weeks of the Trump campaign. When the channel became the first to carry Trump's campaign speeches live and in full, a decision followed quickly by the owner's directive that the candidate's rallies not be given the same treatment according to internal emails. Since then, OAN has become a reliably sympathetic voice of the administration's goals and actions. Trump's former campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, which I thought, wow, that sounds Jewish, so I had to research him, has a deal to appear regularly on the channel. The network's White House reporter, Trey Yeast, has become an administration favorite who was called on at the Daily News briefings 27 times 
in Trump's first 100 days in office. On Friday, OAN won a seat in the White House briefing room, albeit in the back row, and shared it with BBC. Wow. So in other words, Trump came in and moved them to the top. So it shows them in the, oh, there's my friend. Oh, I miss her so much, the Korean correspondent. I know a lot of these people in there. That's awesome. Okay, so let's go over here because I did some research on who is this Corey Lewinsky guy. All right, so let's go over here. Corey Lewinsky is an American political operative, lobbyist, political commentator, and author. He was a political commentator for One American News Network, Fox News, and CNN, as well as a campaign manager of Donald Trump's 2016 campaign for President of the United States. And also, he's written books about Trump. Look at that. So, uh, all right, let's move on to the next deal. According to Ballotpedia, Corey Lewandowski is a political strategist and founder, let me get this a little bit bigger, of Lewandowski Strategic Advisors, a firm that advises corporations on strategies concerning federal government relations. Lewandowski has also worked as a media commentator. After serving as the campaign manager for a portion of Donald Trump's presidential campaign, he worked as a commentator for CNN during the remainder of the presidential election. Now you tell me why CNN would want a Donald Trump campaign manager, unless they're all together. After the 2016 election, Lewandowski co-founded Avenue Strategies in December 2016, and he left the group in May 2017 after scrutiny surrounding his connections to Trump. Prior to working with Trump, Lewandowski spent seven years, listen to this, Brian, this is where it all is tying together with the nonprofit organization Americans for Prosperity. Bride, this took me down a road of discovery where a lot of these people met years ago. It was founded by David Koch. That is a whole nother research on its own when you look at that guy, okay? Now, let's go over here and check out what is Americans for Prosperity. Well, it was founded, looky here, in 2004 by David Koch. It's a Washington, D.C.-based 501c4 political advocacy group which describes itself as an organization of grassroots leaders who engage citizens in the name of limited government and free markets on the local, state, and federal level. Now, well, let me read this and I'll tell you what I found out. Americans for Prosperity is committed to educating citizens about economic policy and mobilizing these citizens as advocates 
in the public policy process. Now, who does that sound like? The World Economic Forum, doesn't it? AFP is an organization of grassroots leaders who engage citizens in the name of limited government free markets on the local, state, and federal levels. AFP grassroots activists advocate for public policies that champion the principles of entrepreneurship and fiscal and regulatory restraint. Now, this is key when you think about the president's where he ended up being and what he ended up doing his last year of his presidency. He took down all those restraints under the guise of this new COVID. All right, now let's look at this group. AFP hosted an event in Washington, D.C. entitled Defending the American Dream Summit on October 5th, 2007. The topic of the debate was government spending and taxation. Presidential candidates attended, including, look at here and look who's on the stage now, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Huckabee, John McCain, Ron Paul, Sam Brownback, Mitt Romney, and Fred Thompson. Other speakers include John Stossel, Dinesh D'Souza, Art LaFer, John Fun, Steve Moore, Herman Cain, Dr. Barry Polson, and AFP founder David Koch. Now look at who's died since then. McCain, uh, Herman Cain. I don't know if anybody else has, but let me tell you about some of these other characters. Trump's attorney, Trump's mouthpiece, who's also pulled the church in. His daughter was also Trump's spokesperson. Brownback is the one doing the one world order. I mean, the one world religion in his, uh, in the State Department, in the, uh, what is the name of that group? Religious Freedom, International Office of Religious Freedom. Mitt Romney, Sousa, one of Trump's spokespeople right now. So this is the root, one of the roots of what got them to where they're at now, which when you look at their website, okay, let's see here. Okay, this is their website. Look, Brian, you want to see something shocking. Look at their logo. Look at their logo. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Look at that logo. What do you see? What do you see? The Olympic torch? Uh-huh. Americans for prosperity. So the torch represents prosperity. What do we see in Trump's new social media? A torch. Well, it's made to look like a torch. And then we see the circle here, which really is a Power Up UN logo. 
because first of all, it's yellow like the UN, the way they use the yellow. And then it's the power-up symbol. I don't know if you can see it in here, but because I do uh, logos, I can tell you the shape. Look here, right here with the lineup. That is the power-up, just like the UN stage at the UN, which is where they meet. So the point that I'm trying to say is that this group, Americans for Prosperity, is the one of the roots, one of the connections of where they're all at today. Now, when I researched this website, it changed over the years. It has changed a lot to where it has adopted uh, the same policies as America First. So it's basically this group turned into the America First Institute, basically, is the way that I have perceived it. So you can research all this yourself. Unsustainable government spending, a broken immigration system, rigged economy, a host of other issues. American for Prosperity activists engage friends and neighbors on key issues and encourage them to take an active role in advancing a free and open society where every person can realize their American dream. We recruit and unite concerned individuals in all 50 states to advance policies that will help improve their lives. And then when you read this letter, you see um, a lot of their vision, how they started and how they've changed. Like right here's one of them. Look at this. Today, we brought together successful nonpartisan coalitions to achieve what others said could not be done in areas of health care, criminal justice, and are working to do the same on immigration reform and irresponsible government spending while remaining committed to the issues that gave us our start, such as tax reform and reforming re unnecessary and burdensome what? Regulations. So you've got to see, Brad, they're all connected. This whole shebang. Equal rights, respecting dignity of every person. Why not just come out and say the universal rights? Universal human rights. So, in other words, Brad, they're all together. Okay, so let's move on to the next deal here. Technology and innovation. Boy, this was a big one. This is a part of AmericansForProsperity.org. We seek a better way, a culture and policies that embrace innovation and new ideas while working together to adapt to disruption. We know what that word disruption means. It is the UN uh, build back better word for the great reset. That is a great reset word because they're going to disrupt everything. They already are. They've disrupted the Republican Party. They've disrupted the Democratic Party. They have disrupt, disrupted the church. They've disrupted the nation and they've disrupted the world. Rather than holding back progress, let's ensure the incredible progress today is just the beginning. We encourage innovation 
and new ideas. We are committed to removing the barriers holding back the next great American idea. Let me tell you what that really means, Brad. Circular economy. You have to understand what circular economy is. It means, I keep telling you this, but maybe I'm not explaining it right, but the circular economy is where every mind will be in unity. Everybody participates. Nobody's smarter than anybody else. If you are a genius and you come up with a way to help mankind because of your mind, you don't get no extra recognition. Forget you. Just tell us what it is. I mean, everybody's together. So here's what you do. You tell the community, hey, I come up with this idea that's going to help us with toilet paper. All right, then you tell your idea, and then everybody builds on it. Everybody collaborates and works together. It's a collaboration, a collective consciousness. That is what all of this is boiling down to. All right, let's see what else we got here. President Trump is not happy with his son's girlfriend, according to Politico. Politico playbook Guilfoyle signed. Did y'all know that she is the California governor's ex-wife, Newsom? I could not believe that. But anyway, she signs up with greetings and incurs Trump's wrath. Guilfoyle rankles Trump. It's Donald Trump's most frequent complaint. People profiting off his name. The latest offender, his son's girlfriend, Megazone Eva Perron. I didn't know that she had another name. Eight, excuse me, AIDS told Playbook that Trump had been openly griping that Guilford joined Eric Greeton's campaign for Senate in Missouri as national campaign chair, and he's becoming upset at her. So I'm like, what the world? But we do know this, Brad. He, they are putting people in. They are filling all the seats in every place. Now, the Washington Times. Okay, there is a connection between, uh, let's see, the Washington Times and what's the other one? Oh, OAN. They are together. Let's move this over here. First of all, the Washington Times, remember this right here? This is the one that is owned by the unification movement, Sun Mang Moon. They're the ones in Korea. Uh, in other words, it's a part of the UN agenda. And they're the ones that when they have things on their agenda, you know it's a part of the UN agenda because they're the ones that had the meeting this year of the World Unity Meeting where they had Pence and 
Uh, what is her name? Paula White. I, I did a show on that. I showed you them speaking at that event. This is that group. This is that cult. And they run this newspaper. So whenever you see Washington Times, just know they're a farce. Okay, they're a part of this uh, media that is, uh, which also has this evil looking font anyway, but uh, they're a part of that, but they are also a part of OAN. They're partnered with them together. And let me see where I tied this together because I tied it together somewhere. Hold on. Pro-Trump supporters across the country are making bids for governorships in their state. Yes, like Alan West is one of them. He is running for governor. Trump has got all his people uh, going in their place. Okay, it is somewhere over here. I think it's on the about. Let me see here. Let me see here. One of these pages put them together. That's the reason that I had the Washington Times up there. But the point is, is that they're together from the same uh, partnership for OAM. But let's move forward. We'll have to find it later. Okay, let me show you what this is. Today was non-binary, or this week, non-binary awareness week. So notice their colors. When you see their flag, like uh, the transgender flag is light pink, light blue, and white. So this one is non-binary, purple, white, black, and yellow, which means they do not have, uh, the non-binary means they're neither male nor female, and they don't want to be attached to any of them. And I thought, can you believe they have got a whole week dedicated to non-binary week? And there's all kinds of people on here saying, I am non-binary. Look, happy non-binary. I mean, crazy. Okay, let's go to the next deal. Okay, Jen Psaki held a White House press briefing today. I want to show you a little bit of it. All right, listen, this is a woman asking her a question. Where's my remote? And let's see if, oh, it doesn't have the uh, closed captioning where you can hear it. I'll try to interpret for you. Okay, so this woman asked her, President Biden is doing a speech tomorrow. Uh, what is the speech going to be about? And now she's about to explain what the speech is going to be like on Tuesday. Well, thank you for the question. Uh, because he's very focused on the speech tomorrow, one that he 
himself wanted to deliver. Um, he'll lay out the moral case for why he's not the right to vote as a form of suppression. He is going to lay out the moral. We know we let we pay attention to that word. The moral case of why you should vote. Now, one thing that is making me a little nervous, Brad, and I want us to think about this because he is going to lay out his case tomorrow about the voting agenda. I am wondering, now I'm just throwing this out there because I haven't made my mind yet, but it is something that's kind of pulling on me a little bit. Okay, what if they use the voting and make it required to where you have to choose? Because you know how a lot of Christians did not vote last time. Even though they tried to say they had record turnouts and all that, I don't believe it. I don't really. Because I believe a lot of the Christians sat down and didn't vote. But uh, what if they make the mark, the final one, where you have to pledge your allegiance in a vote? What if that voting, what if it's going to be set up like, say, the mark, the final one, is going to be set up as some type of vote in a voting session where you have to, like, get a chip or like everybody will have to get this chip to vote so that they will know who you are so that you can get scanned or whatever. But in other words, I think it's something that's going to be connected to voting. So as this progresses, let's all keep our eye out on. Now we'll know when we read the, because there's laws coming down the pike that we need to read. And I think she's going to talk about this right here. So let's listen to her and forms silencing and how he will use he will redouble his commitment to using every what she said a form of silencing hold on let me see here and say this again the right to vote is a form of suppression hold on what is his strategy to tackle this issue beyond the speech tomorrow well chris um well thank you for the question uh because he's very focused on the speech tomorrow one that he himself wanted to deliver um to lay out the moral case for why denying the right to vote is a form of why denying the right oh here we go why denying the right to vote is a form of suppression there you go denying the right to vote who are they denying the right to vote who is De who who is denying the right to vote anywhere i mean Everybody has a right to vote, right? So who who is doing this? What is she talking about here? And, form of silencing. and a form of silencing. How he will use, he will redouble his commitment to using every tool at his disposal to continue to fight to protect the fundamental right of Americans to vote against the onslaught of voter suppression laws. To give everybody the right to vote against the onslaught of voter suppression laws. Okay. Based on a dangerous and discredited conspiracy theory, which she's about to say 
based upon the insurgents of January the 6th. So to me, just come on out and say it. You're after the church. Because if you're going to use that incident to blame the entire Christian body, the conservatives that support Trump, you see what I'm saying? Culminated in assault on our capital. They'll call out the greatest irony of the big lie is that no election in our history has met such a high standard. With over 80 judges, including those appointed by his predecessor, throwing out all challenges. He'll also decry efforts to strip the right to vote as authoritarian and anti-American uh, as a, uh, and stand up against the notion that politicians should be allowed to choose their voters or to support our system by replacing independent election authorities with partisan ones. And he will highlight so what did I hear that right about local courts? Hold on. Allowed to choose their voters or to support our system by replacing independent election authorities with partisan ones. Independent election authorities with bipartisan ones. And you will highlight the work of the administration against us, the necessity of passing the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act and how we need to work together with civil rights organizations to build as broad a turnout in voter education system to overcome the worst challenge to our democracy since the Civil War. So this is an opportunity for him. The worst challenge to our democracy since the Civil War. Hey, are you kidding me? See, that whole deal in January, Brian, I warned the church as the best I could not to go to that thing. I could see it a mile off that Trump was setting up the people. That's exactly what he did. He sent the lamb to the slaughter. And that is the basis for all what's about to happen to the church. Terrible. To make the case to the American people about how this is a fundamental right, what he will continue to do from the federal government, I would remind you he signed a historic executive order on the 56th anniversary of Selma, uh, which put in place that funding measures and a priority from the federal government. The Department of Justice has already used tools uh, to fight against these laws in states. They will continue to. He'll talk about that as well. But the last piece is he will talk about also the importance of empowering, engaging, and supporting uh, efforts around the country to make sure people know their rights and understand how to participate in the process. So it sounds like this is the first of what might be a series of speeches around the country. Well, I think uh, he's been clear, and I think he's told all of you that uh, expanding uh, the right to vote, uh, the access of people across the country to vote is going to be a fight of his presidency. Is that suspect? I told you as well, Brad, that with Trump and Hillary both together, both of them crying about their elections that were stolen, the voting process is what's being used to reshape our country. They got the Democrats mad at the last election. They got the Republicans mad at the last one. So they're setting all this up for what's coming. Now, she says a lot more, but we're going to move forward. Okay, I showed you that one. Now, Breitbart News is a farce. They're another one. 
That is controlled opposition Breitbart. I used to really love Breitbart Boy. When I was uh, in the White House and I would see them at different events, I was so proud of them because they were pro-Trump. And, you know, I felt like, you know, we was the small band of media, you know, that was defending truth. (laughs) But I have learned a lot more since then about who their owner is and, and what they're doing. Look how they're twisting this truth as well. See how I was telling you about OAN pushing the story of Biden coming after guns and the uh, coming after guns in the Bible. Look at Breitbart pushing this out there that the White House is supporting vaccine mandates. Uh, and then they got at the bottom in smaller print pushed by local leaders. So uh, they say here, always inching closer to total control, never giving more power or privacy to the people. Now, my question to Breitbart would be, well, what about Trump? This is what gets you about all of them. Why don't they call Trump out? He is the one that is the father of all this. Why don't you call out the very one who done this? Do you see what I'm saying? Now, so when you look at this, you think that the White House is supporting vaccine mandates. But let's listen to what she said, and let's listen to the truth of what is said. Here Even at the local level, there's going to be more vaccine mandates. Well, I don't have the full context of Dr. Fauci's comments in front of me, but I will say that. Oh, go ahead. Let's hear it. He said, I have made up this opinion, and I remain of that opinion, that I do believe at the local level, Jake, there should be more mandates. There really should be. We're talking about a life and death situation. We've lost 600,000 Americans already, and we're still losing more people. Well, I would say first from the federal government, if I remember the context of the question, it was about federal mandates, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, that's not a decision that we are making. That's not a, uh, that is not um, our intention uh, from the federal government. There will be decisions made by private sector entities, by uh, universities, uh, by educational institutions, and even perhaps by local uh, local leaders, uh, should they decide that is how to keep their community safe. If they decide to make that decision, we certainly support them in that step. President, uh, March 11th, my message to you is this, listen to Dr. Fauci. Is he not saying don't listen to Dr. Fauci? I welcome that. Um, I would say, first of all, they are saying they're not going to forces, what she's saying here, from the federal level, but whatever the local level does, then that's up to them, and they support all the local levels. Now, let me tell you this. When Trump uh, was in, this is what Trump did. See, Trump put it all back on the governors. He let them be the bad guys. Do you hear what I'm saying? Let's move forward. Hannity, this is according to Fox News, Hannity blessed U.S. Olympic Committee for Stars and Stripes redesign plan. We already have a flag. Our Stars and Stripes should be the only flag representing our country, Hannity said. 
Now, I want to show you. Look at this flag, Brad. <laughs> Okay, now, first of all, for Hannity to be highlighting this, uh, it means something. So let me tell you what I see in this design right here. Are you ready? Number one, I see five stars. What do we know about the five stars? America first. America first. Whenever you see the five stars, which also means... Uh, the UN agenda. That is what I see there. America first flag. Okay, then you see the three stripes to the right. What else does that mean? Uh, it means the number three. The President Trump's three. What else do I see? A tuning fork. I know that sounds funny, but that's what I see. I see a tuning fork in the middle of it. I see the one white stripe there and the two stripes over it. I see a tuning fork. And then before I say the next one, let me see. Okay. All right. So it is flat. That is the plus there. Okay. But that's what I see. Also, I see a broken meaning build back better. Also, this right here is 666 in the three colors, 666. Or the flag of at least most of the stars and stripes. We reached out to Kate Harbin, who's a spokesperson for the Olympic Committee. She told us, or she responded, that the committee is in the early design stages and brainstorming on a variety of concepts with stakeholders. I have a stakeholders. stakeholders. Stop wasting your time and your money with a redesign of the United States of America and the U.S. flag. It's an awful idea because our stars and stripes should be the only flag representing this country at the Olympics and the Paralympics. So many amazing athletes and champions that we are all so proud of. And they represent the United States of America. We don't need your new flag. We already have our own. Well, I wish Hannity would have the same fervor as for the conservatives as the Christians with Trump. As he does on this issue. Okay, let's continue here. And we're almost done, Brad. All right. We're going to move on to the church. Somebody sent me this, Brad, where they told me that it had a whole slew of the top New Apostolic Reformation Prophets in one event on the July 4th. 
remember I told you there was another thing I said where they use 45? There it is. So the false prophets are announcing 45 his day on the 4th of July. 45 his day. You can't make this stuff up. So let's check out this event. Well, we see Dud Sheets right here. Dud Sheets is one of the main characters. He is one of them that uh, sold us down the river to the Catholic Church. Him and Lou Engel and um, John Arnott and Kenneth Copeland and all of them. They sold us down the river to the Catholic Church and did away with Christianity, basically. That's why now everything is under the Catholic Church. But they're also the ones that surround President Trump. And they're also the ones that partnered with Kanye that I was trying to tell you was a farce. So let's go ahead and see what these guys, because they're all saying Trump's about to come back. So watch this. Okay, so who do we see on the platform? Okay, a lot of these people are ones that are on Kenneth Copeland's new uh, television network, you know, his Victory Channel. Okay, now we see some characters up here. This guy to the left of uh, Dutch Sheets is that guy that I showed you the other day that gave the creepy prophecy that is trying to look like Kim Clement, or at least it looks that way. And it just, it wasn't good. It's a very dark, he always dresses in the black, just a very dark, which we're seeing a pattern of a lot of these uh, different people. There, It's a spirit about them. I don't know how to explain it, but it looks like, uh, somebody said that it looks like the uh, Hogwarts, you know, the, um, what do you call it, uh, show with the Hogwarts, that Harry Potter, it's that kind of look. I don't know how to explain it, but there's several of them. Uh, that are acting like they're moving in the prophetic, but they have this look about them. I don't know, but that's him. Then this is Kuhneman. This guy right here is Kuhneman. Now, Kuhneman is one of the biggest voices for Trump prophetically. He is one of them always giving prophecies about Trump that he was going to stay in, and then now he's prophesying he's coming back and all this. Then this is Kent Christmas. He's another one of the big ones. Uh, he is uh, from Nashville. He has that country sound when he preaches that kind of lures you in because it's very soothing and very uh, anointed sounding. Okay. Now, uh, he did a prophecy a few years ago that went viral. And it's where he called for judgment because now this is when Trump was in office and we all knew that we are headed for judgment. So he was talking about how uh, things were going to come under judgment, the sports industry and all this. 
So then COVID happened, and I guess he thinks that's how it happened was through COVID. But this other guy here, but he's on the Trump train as well. This guy right here has partnered with Kim. And so now they kind of work together, and this guy prophesies like Kim. They sound the same. Okay, these two guys over here, I don't know who they are because uh, I can't really see them. But all of these are together on the 4th of July. But these are the ones uh, prophesying that Trump's coming back and they're all on this same type of deal here. So they're calling it the switch of power, 45 his day. So all these characters here are in agreement that Trump is coming back and that 45 is going to have his day. So let's hear what they got to say. Watch this. One of the most interesting to me, uh, people I've seen on YouTube, um, is Timothy Dixon. Timothy Dixon has been getting a lot of attention. That's this guy from uh, Kent Christmas. The Lord would speak to this nation. This is the hour of great deliverance. For my hands has reached out across this time where Satan has stood up to the laws of the land to try to destroy the revival that springs forth in this hour. But know that the spirit that raises up in this place today, that I mark this forth, this day, as a day of coming out, a day of awakening, a day that my word comes forth like a fire and shall set forth across the nation and shall bring the past the words that's been spoken and prophesied, saith the Lord, for soon you'll see, even as the words has been spoken, Air Force One will return with the one, saith the Lord, that I have chose for this hour and this day. Air Force One will return with the one that I have chosen, which is President Trump that he's talking about. Satan cannot stand against the power that stands against the enemy today. For even as the days of old, when the Philistines stood up against the word, but know that that spirit that stands today, that my spirit stands stronger, and the spirit of healing goes out through this place that's made. The spirit of revival stands inside your homes across the country inside the churches the churches just stop ringing the bells again and revival should break forth across every continent and every nation and my spirit shall not my people shall no longer be called the reproach because my spirit shall rest i chose this hour of the standing of the prophets that stands today you See, I don't believe this for nothing. Because he's saying that your his people will no longer be a reproach. We know that's not going to happen. We know God's people are about to be handed over because of biblical prophecy. 
But they're promising the world. They're promising the church that nothing's going to happen. This great revival's coming. This utopia's coming. Trump's coming back. He's going to save everybody. Do y'all see the danger of this? Okay, let's go to the next deal. So I was looking at his website. Who is this guy? Okay, so this is Timothy Vic Dixon Ministries. He's in Alabama. Okay, look at his logo with the UN blue there. And then you see the UN blue all over the website. Uh, and he says he's got all these pictures of all these people he's with. He's got a tent revival coming up in Arkansas. Okay, look at this blue and everything. Great Awakening Meeting. This is coming up in Missouri. And then he's got one coming up. Where is this one? California in July. At Landmark Christian Center. Okay. All right, so those, I guess, are the events that he's got coming up. Okay. All right, let's go to the next deal. Okay, now this is this guy. Okay, now he did this video. Uh, I was looking at his social media. He done this video called The Great Reset. God will reset the reset. So he is a part of this belief that the new world order is going to be overthrown. That when Trump comes to the table, that everything's going to be overthrown. Okay, so listen to this. Watch this. Uh, he's making the highway that's in the book of Isaiah. He's making the paths straight. Every, every, you know, John the Baptist kind of prepared the way before the Lord is, is you know, uh, what it's, it's really referring to in one place here. Talks about the voice of him that cries in the wilderness. That's the third verse of the 40th chapter. Preparing the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway. Now, now, see, the revelation is what I want to get to right now is uh, there. Malachi said that, that in his days that he would send a messenger before him. Now, John the Baptist, Jesus said that he was Elijah, which was to come. Now, uh, if we look at that, there is a spirit. John definitely was not the man Elijah. And, and Elijah, the spirit that was on him was the spirit of God. And the spirit that was on Moses was the spirit of God. The spirit that so, I just want to say something that I just caught on to, Brian. Do you remember the other day when I told you that Trump is mocking the Southern culture? That he mocks the church by his logos and the stuff that he does? Remember, like, when I told you he named that, or his team, okay, let me just correct it in case people want to say his name is not on it, it's his team. Okay, well, if it's his team, they named it Gitter. And I told you that was one way of mocking the church. There's many things that he has done that mocks the Southern uh, hospitality, the Southern preachers like this, uh, who is from the South Sea. 
when I was in the New Apostolic Reformation, when I was in the, you know, uh, traveling and just interviewing everybody and thinking everybody was the same, and I had no idea that there was a New Apostolic Reformation. But preachers like this that have that country, old-fashioned spirit, uh, I really enjoyed it because I like the old-fashioned Brush Arbor revivals. You know, I used to consider myself a revivalist to the boat. I'm all about it, you know. Uh, God moving in power and might and all that kind of stuff, you know. But anyways, the point is, is that I can see how, you know, him having that same type of spirit as Dutch Sheets. Well, Dutch Sheets is not really a fireball, but uh, Kent Christmas is. And he's a lot like Ken. I mean, I can see how people, you know, would really be attracted to them because of their style. You know, when I was in Bible college, we had this guy come one time named Tommy Bates. He was like that. Now, of course, you know, Rod Parsley was like that. He was a fireball, you know, hellfire and brimstone type of preacher, you know, tear the house down. Well, here come Tommy Bates, and he was like that, too. You know, he would, he would preach the house down, you know. So I can see how these guys, you know, people would really be attracted to that, especially with so much falsities and so much superfluity around today within their circles. You know what I'm saying? So to them, these people look like the most legit of their people. And the sad thing is, is they're all together. Uh, but like the snake eating the tail is what I'm trying to tell you about Trump. I believe he's mocking these people. And it's, it's really sad because they don't see it, but it's what I see. So let's continue and listen to him just a little bit more and we'll move forward. It's the Spirit of God. The Spirit that's on all the, the men of God, Brother brother uh, Wilbur Green and, and other men of, of the faith that I know in, in Christmas and, and different other Hank and, and all the men of God that's fighting this fight right now. Uh, brother brother Robin and, and uh, on and on and on. And uh, Sister Man, I can't start naming names. I'll forget somebody. But, uh, but he was saying that that it came, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all the flesh shall see it in the mouth of the Lord, because the Lord is going Because we're in a time right now that, that no one believes that God's going to think that we're a bunch of yakking, bunch of preachers. God's fixing to get the glory. It's going to be any day. It's going to be so powerful. It's going to shake this world. It's going to really rattle every, every politician. They'll not have nothing to stand on no more. Politics. And the satanic involvement and, and that's been against God's people that is trying to stop this uh, uh, Christianity in America and take our country. God ain't going to let you do it no more. God is standing up right now. He is standing up right now. That's why this storm I that say. I've seen last night and several nights in a row, I've seen the uh, uh, things happening right now happening. And the power of God 
sweep it out across God's people uh, in, in a great, great way. And people reached a pinnacle. They reached a plateau in the Lord. They reached a place that the prophecies became God. The Word became God. Hallelujah. And, and, and as Brother Kent began to prophesy there in that dream, he began to reach another plateau. He began to walk up and step up the steps and nothing, nothing could, could penetrate. Nothing could stop him. Nothing could move that word that was being prophesied. And it was coming to pass instantly. Bam, just like that. God's word would, uh, would just come to pass as he spoke that word on that mountain. Bam, the word of God began to form right in front of him. And I know that but just just representing Brother Kenton and the others. I've seen other ministers, Brother, uh, Brother Reed, different uh, Rita. Rivers, just other different people of, of, of people I've come in contact with. But like I say, this particular dream, this the way this one was playing out as he spoke, the word became life. Bam, just like that it was coming to pass. You could speak a whirlwind and it would come to pass in the place just like that. And as we walked, we didn't I mean, it didn't get to tell all the dream, but as we walked down the mountain and and, and, and off that off that pinnacle it like we was uh, told by the Lord to go forth now. And it was a lot like the, the dream, if you remember the dream of the 12 uh, I had about coming off the pinnacle. Uh, it, was a, it was a senior place, but we had had power at this point. And we began to walk through the earth with the power of God, and our words became life instantly, instantaneously. Our word became, became uh, life, the moon, act, just like. Now, see, that is what the New Episode Reformation believe. It's called Joel's Army. The doctrine is Joel's army. And what they believe that is in the end, they're going to rise up like a bunch of superpowers and they're going to take over the earth like the Transformers. Now, don't get me wrong, bruh. I am Pentecostal. I believe in speaking in tongues. I believe in the power of God. I believe it's going to be different. I believe that... God may do some of that. He can do anything he wants. But I believe that the Bible, the way that it describes the end, is that we are going to be handed over and it will be suffering. But we will not suffer, of course, until our time. So if God wants miracles to happen between now and that time, I believe it will happen like we may disappear. We may be hidden. You know, if they come to our door, but it's not time because God has something for us to do, he may hide us. They may walk right by us and not see us. I've had God do that for me. I know he can do it. So, but the point that I'm trying to say is, is the end result of what they see is what's different. Because they're telling people that they're going to rise up and slay everybody. And that they're not going to have to suffer, that they're going to have all these superpowers and be able to overcome the enemy when the Bible says directly opposite. That we are for a time going to be handed over to the beast and there will be martyrdom, which the church is going to be as an example um, to go down, you know, type of deal. All right, so let's move on to the next deal. Okay, now, this is at that event on July 4th. 
called Let Freedom. There's another one in Freedom Words. Let Freedom Ring. Now let's listen to Craig Kent for a minute. Sunday. Number one, this is not just a gathering. 
right? We're not just putting 4,000 people in this building to have church on Sunday because, but there is something extraordinary taking place in the atmosphere. As he's going now, 666, but it is also going to take place in the nations across the earth. As this begins to take place, God is beginning to switch some things. And, and so I, I was just seeking the Lord, and God said there is a snake that has bitten the people of the Lord in this nation and the spirit of liberty that has been in this nation for generations. The Lord said there is a snake that has crawled up on the church. You know what's so sad is he don't see who that snake is. It certainly has crawled up and bit him. That is a fact. I thought of a verse where David said, there are things that are too wonderful for me to know. But he said, one of them is the way of a serpent upon a rock. And what he was referring to was a snake crawl upon a rock. But it does not matter how long it lays there. When it crawls off, it cannot leave a mark. And I went back to the scriptures and I heard the Lord begin to speak to me in the scripture because the Bible says the Lord spoke to Paul and he said, Paul had landed on an island, he was on a ship, and the Lord speaks to him and it looks like he's going to perish. And the Lord speaks to Paul and he says, fear not, Paul. Because as you have appeared in Jerusalem and declared my name, so shall you do also in Rome. Jerusalem was the religious epicenter for the Jews. But Rome was the epicenter for the legislation authority and the natural that the Jews were under bondage to. And so Paul floats on a board or swims. He gets on an island and it's cold. And the scripture says that, that the fire began to burn down where Paul was. And he went out and gathered. Boy, he's flashing that ring, ain't he? Okay, so. Uh, there you have it, Brad. Now, I want to show you this other guy. Look at this logo. Mario Morello. Look at this creepy logo who in the world would design a logo like this the reason he come up on my radar is because he was connected to all of this it was part of my research and i saw this logo i was like what who in the world well he is on um kenneth copeland's uh, television station, the Victory Channel, a lot. All right, Brian, well, listen, that's all I have. That's it. So this is going to be it until next Sunday. So I will talk to you later, Brian. I pray that you all have a wonderful uh, week. God bless you. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God's serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She 
even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride, Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. He explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions. Exposes the one world religion agenda. Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American Quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Jews books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book, please go to treehousepublishers.com.